Hello guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be talking about an awesome way to start your free podcast, and I mean free, no catch, no gimmicks. It's totally free, easy to edit, easy to record, and easy to promote and monetize your podcast. It's called Anchor.fm, and I highly recommend you guys and gals, check it out, and start your own podcast, let your voice be heard. And also, don't forget to listen to Wild Dog Podcasts, and tell them that I sent you and that you hear it from me. So you get more people to join Anchor.fm. You will not be disappointed because they will also put your podcast in other platforms and then make it very, very much easier for you. Have a great day, everybody. Hey, guys and gals. Today I'll be talking about the movie Throne of Fire. And it's one of those Italian exploitation, sword and sorcery fantasy movies. Um... I never heard of this title before. Like, like I said, maybe in my past other reviews of sort of sort of fantasy movies, there's so much of them it's hard to keep track of every one of them. But um, I'm surprised I let this one slip under my radar because um, Sabrina Sani is in this movie, and I love Sabrina Sani. And the funny thing is, I'm gonna be reviewing another movie that she's in after this one, so that's kind of funny. Funny I'm reviewing this one, Throne of Fire, but um. This movie, I mean, I gotta say something about this movie. It's pretty well grounded out of, out of all the sort of fantasy movies. You know, it's not really like any kind of major special effects. Maybe just a few makeup effects for the child, demonic child, because of makeup effects. And when the throne comes on fire, I, th- I would say that's the only major effects I've seen in this movie. Oh, yeah, and some wound healing effects. But it's not really a lot of special effects like you see in other sort of fantasy movies, especially the Italian exploitation genre. So it's kind of weird, you know. I, I felt like this one was pretty well grounded, which just kind of makes me want to like it, you know. Um, the movie has this guy who's like the devil messenger. He wants this woman to give birth to the Antichrist, and the prophecy that he has to marry the princess to sit on the throne so he can pretty much rule the world. Meanwhile, you got another prophecy like. Kind of like like another prophecy I would say about a warrior someone to stop him, you know. Um, as as the child grows up, he becomes a tyrant, you know. Of course, like the prophecy says, start raiding villages, ruling the kingdom, and and he one of the princess escapes. They get captured, the princess, and the princess needs to marry the antichrist, pretty much too, so he can sit on the throne of fire, so he can rule the world, pretty much. Meanwhile, you got a warrior stumble upon the kingdom. He's gonna go after to save the princess, and every time he tries to make an effort to save the princess, he always gets captured. Like they get captured like about three times in this fucking movie, you know. So that's like the only fault I have a problem with this movie. Like how many times you gonna get fucking captured, you know? I mean, come on. But the the Antichrist, you know, kind of like toys around with him a bit, you know what I'm saying? Like like test him out in the well of madness and let him escape so he could so it'd be easier to find the princess that recently just escaped the second time. Um, all in all, once they get to the kingdom, you get the wedding ceremony, you start having your fight scenes, you know, with other warriors. I, I feel like the fight scenes in this movie was well grounded, it's not, nothing fan- fancy, it's not like bloody go gory like you see in a Conan movie with blood flying around. Um, it's just well grounded sword fight scenes, you know, simple as that. I, I kind of like it, I, I kind of give props to that. And actually, they kept it simple, you know, like I said, nothing fancy. Um, the the battle scene, um, it wasn't all that epic though, but it, like I say, it's it's a well-grounded sort of fantasy movie, you know what I'm saying? But um, 
I, I feel like the movie was, was alright for what it was, you know. As for Sabrina Sandy, oh, gorgeous as hell, man. She's definitely a, a locker in the screen. Um, Throw the fire, I said check it out. Peace, guys, and see you later. Hey, guys and gals, today I'll be talking about the movie The Survey Arm. And let me just say something. If you're a fan of Grindhouse, B movie ish type, the old school B movie music like, oh, you will love this movie a lot, man. I remember when I first heard about this movie. I never bother wasting my time watching it. It's because it's like I'm, I'm tired of watching these horror hand movies. You know, I'm not saying they're all bad. It's like I wasn't in a mood for any any for this one. But then I finally see the movie, and I'm like, this movie was really good. You know, um, it starts off like crazy. You know, it's like I mean, like first of all, I like the music. You know, I love, I love that old school B movie soundtrack. You know, like from the '70s and shit, especially the early '70s. I used to love the soundtrack for this. But, um, the movie, the beginning of the movie is crazy. This guy cut his arm off and sent it to the post office, and it was wrapped in a brown bag and shit. And I'm like, how the fuck are you going to mail an arm with somebody without smelling it and without seeing any blood coming out of that package? But the post office delivered it to this guy, and the guy got scared when he saw the arm. He went to see his friend about it, and his friend thinks it was like this guy that came out of the mental hospital that's doing, that sent the arm. Then this ends up to an origin story, which is like the origin about these miners stuck, and it just tells about these guys that were in the mine, and they cut this guy's arm off, and then they cut the guy's arm off for no reason because two within the two weeks they were already rescued, when when at the same time they cut the guy's arm off pretty much, so that's like some fucked up shit, you know, and then many years later we, we go back to the present when the guys. Uh, thinking about this missing ar- about this arm that was sent to him that it could be him that he's gonna come back for his revenge and mysteriously the guys that were in the mine that cut this guy's arm off they end up dying one by one and you know the um, these the, the guys had to start figuring out like where's where's the guys at? where's this guy at you know and that going to his daughter and then well spoiling anything it kind of leads up to to a to a twist at the end. I mean, the twist is not the new. Cause you can pretty much figure out what really goes on when you see movies like this. But it kind of kind of bought a page book from one of these older movies. I saw. I won't say it because it might sp- it will spoil the ending for you of this movie. But I thought the survey arm was was actually good. You know, surprisingly good. Even a fan of old old early seventies slasher type of movies like from the U.S. You know, um, you definitely be a fan of the survey arm. So definitely check it out. Anyway, peace, guys. See you later. Hi guys, let's do some fast forward bullshit review on this movie, Paranormal Incident. Paranormal Incident is another found footage style movie for us, another ghost movie to capitalize on paranormal activity and all this other found footage shit. There's a very few of them that are good, there's a whole bunch of them that are just bullshit. For some reason, looking at this cool poster, it makes me want to see this. So I checked it out. Okay, you got, you got this beginning story with this guy in the hospital bed. And he got to tell this lady about what happened to him, and they want to know, like, you know, some government shit behind it. You can just tell from the sound, from the narrator, you know. And it's like, this lady got to talk to this guy, want to know what happened to this guy's friends. And, um, of course, you got college kids, want to play ghost hunter, go to the sanitarium, and they got to find out what's going on, you know. They want to be curious about the paranormal, 
they start going missing, they start dying, and um, at the end of the movie, the guy that told his story, while the woman showed the guy that he was in the car all this time, and he's trying to save the blonde lady. Now, there's a, the guy said he saw the devil, it was the devil that did it, right? Alright, I'm going to tell you what the ending is, this is my opinion, but the guy told the lady he saw the devil, the lady got up, telling her bosses, I guess the government, about, you know, the guy thinks he saw the devil, and then she said, this is another one, you know, pretty much he's not the first victim of the government hands, and this is what got me curious, because the two bot, two or disorderly, orderlies, I guess bodyguards for the government, kill the guy in the hospital bed, you know, tell his story, the, um, the whole scene in the hospital was a fake, it was a studio scene for the government, and the uh, guy was smoking a cigarette, another, probably his supervisor or the boss, telling, telling the guy, the other government agent, burn the body. Alright, let me tell you what the shit is. This is what my opinion the ending is. The guy ain't so no fucking devil. There was no ghost, no spirit. This is what I think. I think the government had invisible, invisible warriors, invisible soldiers, you know, probably testing an experiment with an invis invisible serum, and they use these kids as like prey, you know, kind of like predator hunting human prey. Kind of like that. So I, I believe the ghost was really humans using an invisible formula killing these people out. So probably to use it against the war terrorism, probably. That's my guess. But you know what? This movie just sucks. It's a piece of crap. I just shut up shit out of my ass. I'm still drunk. I'm ready to vomit again now because it's gingerly doing it for me right here. And this movie did it for me. Now I'm going to vomit. Peace, guys. I reviewed this movie yesterday, if I knew it was actually that enjoyable. Um, Mr. Halloween, very, very independent movie. Um, this movie was actually good. I actually liked it. Let me tell you why. Um, even though the movie is like 1 hour and 48 minutes, it's like close to 2 hours. And the story did drag, you know what I'm saying? And it's pretty much a simple horror movie. It's about this serial killer who kills kids who capture them. With them in their basement and take the kids out to be executed on, on Halloween time because he has this haunted house and he has the guillotine. He put the live bodies right in the guillotine to be slaughtered right in front of an audience when people visit the haunted house. Um, I felt like this movie was good, you know. I kind of liked how the killer looked. He kind of like looked like the killer from the movie Maniac. Remember the movie Maniac from the 80s? And of course they're remaking it now, by the way. But the killer looked just like the one from the 80s. Like he's a gritty and grimy and dirty looking. You know, he's old with a mustache and he's stubborn. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, there was kids hanging around, you know, partying. And, you know, they start wandering, like, looking for their friends. And they heard the story about kids getting kidnapped and, you know, killed from this guy, you know, named Mr. Halloween. And it's just weird how the killers come out of the open. And it's kind of like a turn off a little bit. But it, you kind of like let it slide because you got to understand it's a very independent movie. So you got to pay homage and respect to that at least. But like I said, it, it, it did build up at the end, you know. Um, I'm trying not to spoil it. It has had like a twist that there's somebody that is hoping this serial killer, killer hope, they're actually hoping him out. I don't want to reveal who that is because that's going to ruin the movie. And the ending when you got the people, that, the survivors in the basement, the two kids that are trying to fight Mr. Halloween off. And um, of course, you gotta know the twist ending, which is pretty obvious, by the way. Take a while, I guess, how these horror slash movies usually ends. But I feel like Mr. Halloween was actually an enjoyable independent horror movie. And you can also get it as a, as a four pack collection from the Midnight Horror Collection. 
Call of Urban Legends series, which is pretty, pretty good. You know, I kind of like this poster better of Mr. Halloween than the one I'm showing you now. But yeah, check this out. Peace, guys, and see you later.